covering the Resident Evil 3 remake. It is finally out. Uh, it released last week, and I'm super excited. I mean, I'm super excited to talk about this. Uh, this I'm a big Resident Evil fan, and this happens to be my all-time favorite. I did a few episodes uh, talking about the original Resident Evil 3, uh, the Resident Evil 3 trailer, and uh, here it is. It's finally here. The, the game is released. Um, many people all around the world are still playing it. And we're going to get into what I liked, things I didn't like, and the criticism that it's getting. Uh, I'll just say right now, before we jump into the open here, I just think that it's it's getting criticized, but I think it's wrongfully criticized. Uh, and I'll get into some of that. I know everybody has their own opinion. And yes, you can say, oh, well, you're biased. It's, it's your all-time favorite game. But then again... If you think about it, you'd think with it being my all-time favorite game, I'd be a little bit more harder on it. You know what I mean? So we'll jump into all that, though. You'll see my view, and we'll talk about some other people's views. Uh, but let's get into the open here. Uh, we are in the month of April, and this coronavirus thing is still going on. Uh, in the last episode, uh, I mentioned a thing that I had saw on online uh, saying that more people had died from the regular flu than the coronavirus. Well, the numbers continue to grow every day. And you know what? That was online. We don't have a a specific, like, I don't even know if those stats are real. All we do know is the coronavirus is real. And um, it's, I do work in healthcare and it is definitely scary. And, you know, as much as I am super blessed and excited that I still have a job that I can go to. Um, it, it's, it's very stressful. And, and uh, you know, anxiety is off the charts. But, you know, it's something that we're all facing right now. So during this coronavirus, um, everybody just, like I said, stay safe. Stay in when you don't have to go out. Uh, you know, I tell everybody that I talk to about, I'm like, you know, if you go out now, it's just going to push summer away. Um, you know, everyone's looking forward to summer. I'm looking forward to summer, and I'm not a summer guy. I never have been. I hate the heat. You know, I like warm days. But I hate hot days. But now that, um, you know, bought me and my wife bought our first home, uh, we got a nice front porch. I really want to um, enjoy summer. And, yes, we've really been enjoying the front porch ever since the, uh, you know, they're telling us stay isolated and stay quarantined at home we're you know really enjoying it but i would like to do you know the things that you do in the summer you know and unfortunately if people don't stay home it's not going to happen uh anyway just continue to stay home stay safe clean off that gaming bucket list i mentioned it in my last episode castlevania symphony of the night that was a game on my bucket list and i wiped it off so, if you got a gaming bucket list, sit down if you're bored. you got a lot of time on your hands right now, I guarantee it. Write down some games that you have in your collection that you've been wanting to beat for a long time. Sit down and do it. You know, this is a great time to clean that bucket list off of video games. But anyway, I also mentioned in the last episode that I was wondering about my Resident Evil Collector's Edition. 
that I had pre-ordered from GameStop. Uh, <laughs> GameStop did move to curbside pickup, um, which, you know, is, is very smart. These, these places still doing like curbside pickup, like restaurants are doing it like, you know, Texas Roadhouse and uh, different, <clears throat> you know, restaurants and, and businesses doing curbside pickup. It's a great idea. Great idea. You know, limiting uh, different people, you know, gatherings. It's a great idea. So I thought, okay, I'll just go pick it up. Hopefully Thursday night or at the latest, you know, Friday when they open at noon. So I called them Wednesday, um, two days before the release, and I asked them. I said, I was just wondering, I ordered, I pre-ordered the collector's edition. Could I pick that up on Thursday before you guys close, or do I need to wait until Friday? And the guy was like, well, about that. He said, they, uh, they have not yet received their physical copies of Resident Evil 3. Now, this is two days out, okay? I immediately felt, uh, what's the word? I, I felt, um, oh God, I can't think of it. it it's lost, it, it left my mind. Um, but I was very like, I was like, oh man, I just, I was really wanting uh, to play it on release, okay? So then I started thinking, um, I don't know why I can't think of that word, man. It's really bothering me. Um, disappointed. There it is. Man, it took it a while. It was gone. But anyway, I was disappointed. And I was like, oh, you know, and I could tell the guy on the phone was terrified. He was terrified. He must have been yelled at earlier or, or all week long. He, he must have been getting chewed out all week long by people. But I told him he was like, and he says to me, he's like, um, you know, it's not going to be here, um, you know, for tomorrow. We know for sure. He's like, but we don't know about Friday and possibly Saturday. He's like, but when we hear something, we'll just give you a call. And then he says, I know this is a weird question, but is that okay? And I was like, yeah, it's okay. I was like, I, I know it has absolutely nothing to do with you guys. You know, this is something that uh, is just, you know, nobody expected this. This coronavirus and, and all everything that's going on. Nobody expected this. Yes, I'm disappointed, but there's nothing I can do about it. There's nothing they can do about it, you know? So anyway, I just told him. I was like, as soon as you hear something, give me a call, okay? So he told me, he was like, you're first on our list. You were the first to pre-order it at our store. I was like, yeah, baby, of course. I didn't waste any time, you know? When the Resident Evil 2 Collector's Edition came out, I was like, I'm going to hold off on this one in case they do remake three. And then I'm going to jump on that. And that's what I did. So anyway, uh, Thursday comes around game releasing that night at midnight. And I didn't hear from them. So I made the decision. You know what? I'm going to buy it digitally on my Xbox one. I pre-ordered the collector's edition for PS4. Um, I just have two copies, one digital, one physical. And I have to play this game. It's my all-time favorite game. Like, I'm spending the whole weekend, and I'm going to play this game. So I did. I pre-ordered it Thursday. Uh, had it pre-downloaded, ready to go at midnight. It was exciting. I had the countdown up on my TV. 
uh, ready to play it. And uh, we're going to hop into that here as I get ready to close out the open as I talk about the game. But yes, continue guys to stay safe. Um, you know, do do whatever you got to do, whether, like I said, clean off the gaming bucket list or or listen to if you listen to podcasts. Obviously, if you're listening to this one, you must listen to some podcast, get caught up on podcasts. You know, hey, I mean, this is a cheap plug, but I've got 22 other episodes. Check them out. Uh, but yes. Stay safe, stay home, pray, and, uh, you know, maybe we'll get through this faster than we all, uh, we were all expecting. So, all right, guys, I hope you enjoy this episode of the Resident Evil 3 Remake Review. Enjoy the show. here we go let's get started here so as i mentioned i um i i did get the uh the digital copy um, that that night i wanted to play it that night so midnight rolls around and i just want to say before we jump in to the actual game the this there's spoilers all over this episode all over it so if you don't want to hear the spoilers um, I duck out just because, you know, <laughs> I'm going to spoil it. I don't, I honestly, I've thought about this many times. How do you give a review without spoiling it? Like that's, that's a talent. That is a talent. And unfortunately I'm not going to be able to do that. I got to talk about some spoilers. I'm not going to talk about everything, but there are going to be some spoilers. So there's your warning head out now. I'll give you a couple seconds. All right, they probably closed it by now. But anyway, so I just want to get this out of the way before we hump, like we, we get on into the story and we talk about that. I want to say the voice acting and the character models are perfect, okay? Jill Valentine is absolutely stunning in this game, okay? And we'll get into her personality and all that. Uh, but yes, the voice acting, it is exactly how I would picture Jill to sound. It, it's perfect, all the characters. It, it's just great. So anyway, if you pre-ordered, you get the option for different costumes. So you can have Carlos with his new shaggy hair look, or you can go back to that 90s uh, weird hairstyle. And I tried using his throwback one at one point, but I, I just can't. I can't. He looks so much better now. Uh, or you could use, you know, Jill's new look they gave her. It's more like of a modern day Tomb Raider style. Or you can give her her throwback, you know, 1999 outfit, which of course I had to roll with that. And it still looks great. Still looks great. So that's what I went with. So we start off with the game starting like a very cinematic open uh, and it's live action. So kind of like a throwback to the OG Resident Evil, but it's live action. 
comes up with the Capcom logo. Like it's a movie starting. It's great. You're seeing the city fall apart. Um, they're covering a lot of stuff in this open, uh, you know, and even the, the, the making of nemesis, like they're showing all of that in this open They're They're not wasting any time. And they, you know, they show all that, them loading him on the helicopter, um, the case that he's loaded in, you know, saying nemesis on it. And then boom, we're into the game. The game opens up first person and, uh, you get Jill having a nightmare of turning into a zombie. So some PTSD from the events of Resident Evil 1. And it's a pretty dark open uh, with her pulling the trigger of a gun that is pressed up against her head. And the screen fades to black as the gun goes off and she wakes up. So here we actually have, you know, Jill in her apartment. Uh, when she wakes up, you see the calendar on her desk. It's September 28th. Okay. So we all know September 28th, daylight, the monsters have overtaken the city. Somehow I'm still alive. Well, it is September 28th. However, it's not daylight. It's 8.07 p.m. You get a call. You go over to the phone. You answer the phone. It's Brad. And he's warning you to get out now. Get your stuff. Get out. Uh, before you're even able to hang up the phone, Nemesis is here. Nemesis busts through the wall. Uh, I like the hot start. I've always been one with movies and games. Like if the game does not, if it has a slow start, it's hard to, it's hard to catch, like keep me. It's hard to keep me. And this game starts off really hot, really fast. Um, <clears throat> now for people who might be new to Resident Evil, I don't think this would probably be good for them. Uh, they, I, I don't know. I feel like more of, I know they tried to cover everything in that open, People like me and, and who, who know the series and have played the original games, they don't need a lot of story to Nemesis. You know that he is the he was created by Umbrella to take out the remaining stars members, those who know of the events and know that Umbrella is behind, you know, a lot of this stuff. And um <clears throat> well anyway. So Nemesis chases you, you're on like a, a quick you know, he beats Jill up a good bit. Um, she takes multiple shots at his face. His face is covered. Um, <clears throat> he's like in some kind of garbage bag that has caution all over it. Um, but anyway, she takes shots at it and you see like the damage happening to the, the mask that's on his face and uh, or where he's covered. So you finally escape him. Okay. And, and when you get out of the apartment, it feels like the original open. Like, you have the bursting out the door with the flames, and uh, very similar to the original open to Resident Evil 3, but no, no Nemesis yet. Jill hasn't met Nemesis at that point in the 99 game. So you run into Brad in the streets of Raccoon City, and he explains that Nemesis is only after the last two Stars members in town, he and Jill. Uh, Brad and Jill get chased into a bar by zombies, which is fitting because that is where, um, you know, Brad or Jill ran into Brad in the original game, was in a bar. So Brad gets bit. They're trying to hold the door shut. Brad gets bit, and he tells Jill to go, go, and he's being a hero this time around. And uh, anyways, when you leave the bar after he gets bit on the arm and he's, like, trying to hold the door shut, I instantly thought, is that it? Because she's like, sorry, Brad, and she just goes. Like, she heads out the back alleyway, she gets her gun, um, and it's like, 
wait, that's it for Brad. You know, I felt very, I felt a lot like I did with Marvin in Resident Evil 2. I felt, man, we got to see a lot more of Marvin, but I wanted more. And I thought we were going to get more of Brad. So then I thought, you know what, it's early. Maybe we'll run into him again. Maybe he's fine. I don't know. So once you pick up the gun, you hear the door to the back of the bar burst open. And it's a zombie. Um, and then a bunch of other zombies come out. So you're like, oh, crap, they must have freaking ate Brad. I don't know. So you continue on. Um, <clears throat> Jill runs into Dario. Dario was the guy, for those of you who don't know, um, from the original Resident Evil. He was in the warehouse. And he talks about, they. Just, I just lost my daughter out there, you know. And if you continue to talk to him, <clears throat> he climbs in his little safe house and he'll... If you keep talking to him, I think it's the third time you talk to him, he'll say his classic lines, you know, um, from the from the original game. Uh, I'd rather starve to death than be eaten here by one of these undead monsters. So leave me alone. You know, it's good stuff. I was so excited when I heard that. Like, it just brought a smile to my face because it's like those who know, know. Anyway, um, you go up to the rooftop there's a helicopter following you and it's shooting like a it's spotlight down on you it's telling you to get to the rooftop of the the parking garage or the parking lot so <clears throat> you get up there and the helicopter goes down there's nemesis okay so you got to get in this car um you're trying to get it to start very michael myers like vibes here man you jill's looking down at the key the ignition trying to or trying to start it and when it doesn't start, she looks up. Nemesis is getting closer. Tries it again. Doesn't work. Looks up. Nemesis is getting closer. Finally, it starts. She drives the car into Nemesis. And they go off the top in a huge car crash um, all the way to the ground. You know, doing some damage to Nemesis, but also doing some damage to herself. And I love this open, man. I love it. Like I said, we're starting hot. Um, I'm at this point, I'm drawn, man. I'm I'm so into this. So after that, of course, Jill is like, I love the like almost she got the breath knocked out of you. For those I'm pretty sure we've all had the breath knocked out of us at some point in our life. And it is a terrible feeling. And you can hear it in her character's voice. Like, you know, she's barely like trying to she can't breathe. Like she's gasping. Not so much gasping, but you can like hear little like uh, uh, you know, stuff like that. She just was in a car accident. You know, Nemesis is a freaking monster. He's a machine that was built. Um, he's going to be okay. Her, on the other hand, she's lucky to be alive. So, anyways, he gets up. She crawls out of the car. She's crawling across the ground as he's walking close to her. Um, the car explodes. The mask is now off of him. You can see, you know, his face with the you know, his teeth and the gum line, you know, the, the nemesis look. And enter Carlos. So this is where um, we are introduced to Carlos. He comes in with the save and he, he takes like a rocket launcher and he shoots nemesis, brings nemesis down to his knees and uh, he saves Jill. So he picks her up and he takes her um, and she's asking him, who are you? And He's telling her, you know, he, he works for the UBCS. Um, and she tells him, you guys are all, you all are the ones that, that caused this. And uh, of course, he doesn't know that. They, they don't know that. 
But that's where, like, if you played the demo, this is basically where the demo picks up. You get to the subway, which was a train cart in the original game. <clears throat> and um, you meet Mikhail, which they pronounce it a different way in the game. I've always called him Mikhail. It's just how it looks like it's spelled, so that's how I say it. But a lot of people that I've seen on Twitter were complaining during the demo, like when the demo come out, about Jill's attitude. They're like, oh, I hate how they made her, you know, have such like a stuck up attitude. It's like, what do you like? What do you expect her? Like, she knows Umbrella's behind this. So anybody that works for Umbrella, she sees that logo on the side of the, the arms of these UBCS members. You know what I mean? How do you expect her to act? You know, her attitude towards her attitude towards them would be that. So anyway, um, I like I like her attitude in this game. I love the back and forth between Jill and Carlos. You know, he kind of like hits on her in a sense, but not too strong. I don't I don't know. And then she like basically tells him to f off or or whatever. You know, I like that. I like the back and forth here. Uh, all the boss battles are nemesis, and as you see Jill getting worn down through each and every battle, nemesis is too. He's getting there. And um, I know that was another complaint. The big worm fight never happened. Nemesis is the only boss battle. Like, even with Nikolai, you don't have a, a big battle with Nikolai. And I mean, that I think they could have done something there. I think they could have. But... Um, the Nemesis boss battles are great. Uh, they are they're all uh, they all feel challenging, and uh, I I enjoyed those. But I know that was a complaint that all the battles are Nemesis, but it's fine. It's fine. Uh, we're gonna fast forward a little bit and um, to to playing as Carlos. Okay, now it's way better this time around. I never liked playing as Carlos in the nineteen ninety nine game. It was a part that I could I could never like I wanted to hurry up and get through it as much as possible or as quickly as possible. Now this time around, you play as Carlos in the RPD and the hospital. Now Tyrell is another UBCS member who um, he works alongside Carlos, so he's a very likable character. And the RPD stuff was cool. Uh, it shows the events that lead up to Leon arriving in Resident Evil 2. So, like, for those who have played Resident Evil 2 Remake, when you get there, um, you know, Marvin is already bit. Uh, we'll get into that in just a moment. And there's, once you, like, once you head, like, if you're, if you just walk through the doors of the RPD and you head left, and once Leon cuts that box open, and goes through there, you see an officer laying on the ground with his jaw ripped off, and there's another officer hanging from, like, the, the pipes or the rafters. Like, he's hung up there. I think a pipe's through his head or something. I don't know. But you actually see the death of those officers when you enter the RPD as, as uh, Carlos. So you see all that stuff. Um, also, the bathroom wall uh, that has a hole in it, at nobody knew like you know the steam pipes the pipes there's steam coming out of them nobody knew what happened well now you know you know carlos has to blow that wall open to get to the stars room and um so yeah 
I like that they explained a lot of that and a lot of things kind of fell into place. Um, all the different like safes that were in the game for RE2, it's the same combinations. However, uh, I don't know, like there's one safe in one of the offices that you get a hip pouch from. They should have put two hip pouches in there and and maybe Carlos say, I should leave one. You know, that way it makes sense that when Leon opens it, there's one in there. But anyway, whatever. So here's the beautiful tie-in with Brad. We know in the original game that Brad dies out front of the RPD by Nemesis. Okay. Well, this was another thing that people were mad about. They were like, oh, we're mad that Nemesis doesn't kill Brad. I think the way they did it this time around was genius. It was genius because what does Marvin tell Leon? If you, uh, this is, you know, I don't know it for word for word, but he basically tells him if you see an officer that is a zombie, you have to take him out because he made that mistake. So in this game, it shows Marvin in an encounter outside the front of the RPD with Brad. Brad's turning into a zombie. He's like half there. He's saying sorry, and Marvin doesn't want to hurt him, but he eventually jumps on Marvin and takes a chunk out of his side. Now we know how Marvin got bit, you know? So I liked that. And then Carlos kills Brad, or you don't have to, but Carlos kills Brad outside the front of the RPD. Marvin runs inside and hides somewhere. So that explains when Leon sees him, and like I said, he says don't trust you know if you see another officer who was bit you you have to take him out because he tried to trust brad i loved that tie-in it was a great tie-in and i know people were like oh you know it, it was not uh that's not how it was supposed to go it's not how it's supposed to go and i know a lot of people are upset that everything is not spot on but what i go back and say to that is okay yes this game is not completely spot on but it's a remake it's not a remaster. It's a remake. We'll get into more of that in just a little bit. So anyway, let's continue. Um, <clears throat> I would have liked... I would have rather had Jill go to the RPD like in the original. Like that's just something small. It's not a big deal. Um, but I was hoping that. I was hoping that Jill would go to the RPD. Uh, it just kind of felt wrong that she didn't. But like I said, it's not a big deal. It doesn't hurt the game at all. Um, and another thing I have to say that I was probably disappointed with was the window. Uh, the window at the bottom of the steps in the RPD. We all know famously for Resident Evil 3 with Nemesis bursting through that window. And uh, I remember when the RPD, when I saw the RPD in the RE2 remake, I thought, man, when I saw that window, I was like, man, if they ever remake Resident Evil 3, that moment's going to happen. That moment does not happen. Nothing happens. Like you, do, the window, nothing comes through it. Um, I don't know. I just felt like that was a missed opportunity. If anybody remembers anything from the original Resident Evil Three game, if you're not a big fan but you've played it, you remember that window. You remember that window. So yeah, I, I feel like that was a missed opportunity. But let's keep going. Let's speed this up a little bit. Uh, my anxiety was through the roof in the hospital. Once you find the cure for Jill, uh, you know, they still do that whole storyline where Jill gets infected. You place Carlos. Um, but you have to fend off an army of zombies and you have to keep them from getting into the room 
that has Jill in there and Tyrell. And basically the room is boarded up, not boarded up, but it's got like a bunch of things thrown in front of it. And you have zombies constantly breaking through the windows and, and you have to like try to take them all out. So yeah, my, my anxiety was through the roof playing that the first time I have played this game a, a couple times already, um, which leads me into that next part. Um, it's, it's a pretty short game. The, the fastest that, and I'm not trying to speed run it or anything, but the fastest that I've beat this game was three and a half hours. And like I said, that's not speed running. Uh, the first time I played it, it took me about four and a half. Second time I played about three and a half. And, uh, I know a lot of people were upset about that. Oh, the game's not long enough. It's not long enough. And they're like, it's not worth the price. It's like, I don't know. I just think that if you had fun playing the game, is it, is it worth it? You know, I mean, the game has, it's, it's not like it's a, a three out of 10, a five out of 10, you know, it's getting high ratings. It's getting a high, you know, um, review from all places. I think IGN gave it a nine and, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, it did seem short, but it didn't bother me at all. Uh, and then on top of it, you get an extra game, you get resistance with it, which I messed around with it for a little bit. It's not really a game for me, but whatever. Let's continue to bump this along. So Tyrell, um, he eventually gets the nemesis death that everyone expected Brad to get. Uh, and I could see this coming from a mile away. But he was, um, he lasted, he's a character that lasted a good while. You know, I mean, you, you still had the whole incident where the train, um, uh, or the subway now, crashed due to nemesis and the death of Mikhail. all that was there and um it was a little bit more brutal this time around because that train had survivors on it and nemesis destroyed them all so tyrell hung around for a while and towards the end he gets that death that you you thought brad probably would have got so um anyway he gets that death and, you know, there was a lot of this game that that was different. And, you know, they like I said, they still kept things like the the, the subway crashing and um, the hospital with Jill being infected. And, um, it, you know, there was a lot of things that they did keep the same, but there was a lot that they they didn't do. Not not so much. They changed it. Just they didn't do um, like, for example, they cut the Raccoon City Park out, uh, which I'm so glad they did not put that water puzzle back in. That thing was terrible. Um, 
But anyway, yeah, the clock tower. You go to the clock tower. You still fight Nemesis outside at like the OG, but that's it. You don't climb the clock tower. You don't go in it. Nothing like that. And, um, you know, I, I see where I can definitely see where people are coming across saying that they were disappointed that a lot of that stuff was missing. And I get that. But does not mean the game was not good at all. I mean, I would be the first one to tell you if I thought they ruined if I thought they ruined my favorite video game of all time, I'd be on here bashing the crap out of this thing. Like, I, I had no problem saying that. But they didn't. This game is still fantastic. You know, could they have put all that stuff in it? Yes. You would probably would have had to wait a lot longer for this game to come out. Um, I mean, you know, Resident Evil 2 remake released in, what was it, January? And not even a year later, we're already being told that Resident Evil 3 was being remade. It'll be out next year. So I understand, like, it could have been, they could have added all this stuff. It would have been much longer. And I don't think anybody would have minded waiting a little longer. But it is what it is, man. And it's still a great game. It, it is. I, I enjoyed it from, from start to finish. There wasn't one part that I was like, oh, boy, here we go. Got to do this again. Because I have played through this game twice now. And I'm planning on a third playthrough, uh, but it, it's it is a great game. Like I said, I can't I can't say enough how well Jill was played. Um, she's perfect. She's she's always been my favorite character from the Resident Evil uh, franchise, and they nailed her. They really did, spot on. And uh, but yeah, so once you complete the game, and you know you you get the ending, you and um, Carlos escape before Raccoon City's wiped off the map. Um, you know, they do this whole thing where the, um, you have to, you have to be able to present, um, the government or whatever with the cure. So you go through hell to get the cure at the very end, Nikolai screws it all up. And now Raccoon City is going to be gone. There's nothing you can do now. You don't have the cure anymore. And a sample of it. So anyway, you escape like you normally do in the original game. Just in time. It's October 1st. It's Raccoon City's getting wiped off the map by a missile strike. And um, so as you go up in the helicopter, I was hoping for the good ending that you got in the original game showing Barry. You know, that Barry came and... Uh, you know, save gins and but it never happened. Um, so I was a little disappointed in that as well. But it ends basically how you would think it would. You know, the, the normal the normal ending. And uh, so yeah, I, I don't know. I was I do have disappointments as I've mentioned in this episode, but I also have a there's a lot of positives in this game. You know, for people who have never played the original games, or and I know they're out there. There are people who can't stand, you know, the graphics from the the '90s or even '80s, and they want to they want to get into this series. I think that the three the trilogy remakes for Resident Evil, all three, it's the best way to play this game. It's the best way to play now. Play the original or play the Resident Evil remake. Um, you know, play it. Play Resident Evil two remake and now you got the resident evil 3 remake 
and and they're not hard to get a hold of. You can play Resident Evil. Actually, you can play Resident Evil 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and 7 now. And 0. On the PS4. And, like, you can play all that. So you can get caught up on the series and not have to play the originals. However, as much as I did love this game, I will always um, probably prefer the original. That's just me. It's maybe nostalgia. I don't know. But I just, I always will. I always will. Not not bashing this game at all. And I'm not saying that this game blows the old one out of the water. Because it doesn't. I think they're both equally great games. And uh, if I had to rate this game, I usually rate games out of five. Um, I would give this game probably a four. I wouldn't say it's perfect. Because I, I had disappointments. But overall, like, I love the storytelling. I just, I love what really drew me to the Resident Evil games was not so much the scary fact or the scare factor. It was the story. I loved the story um, of the original games, you know, so you could count zero in there as well. even though zero is not really a big favorite of mine. I just love the story. Um, so yes, it's a, it's a great game. I, I enjoyed every bit of it. And I, like I said, I've played it twice. I'm going to play it again here soon. And uh, I do recommend it. So if you're a Resident Evil fan and you're really on the edge of it and you're seeing people online, uh, you know, complain about it. Like I saw one guy comment on, on there. He was like, Capcom did a terrible job with this game. And, I'm, and I wrote and I was like, well, I think you're exaggerating a little bit. Okay. Terrible. Come on. It's not terrible. Just because they didn't add something in you didn't like, it's terrible. It's the worst game ever. No. Like I said, I would have liked Jill to go to the RPD and have the window scene happen again. But it didn't happen. I'm not going to bash the game for it. So, once again, I'm going to give it a 4 out of 5. It's a fantastic game. Um, I did finally get my collector's edition. I guess I forgot to mention that. I, I didn't get it till the following Tuesday. So I am glad I did get the digital copy. And uh, yeah, it I got the Jill statue and everything that comes along with it, the soundtrack. It's, it's so beautiful. I love it. I'm glad I got it. And uh, Resident Evil 3 will still remain my all-time favorite game. Uh, the original and this one is definitely... It's up there too with my favorite Resident Evils of all time. So if you can get your hands on any Resident Evils and you want to start and you want to jump in to the series i recommend starting with the remakes um one two and three and they're the best man the the original three games uh they also are the best the storyline it's it's all good all right everybody i hope you enjoyed that episode me breaking down the game um, and just covering the different things that happened throughout it, in my opinion. Uh, you know, it's just... I hate when I see the people online just bashing this game because there was something they didn't like in it. It's like, okay, you know, there's you're not going to make everybody happy. You're not. But, hey, they made me happy. I'm glad they remade the game. They didn't have to do this, you know? But they probably thought, well, if we remake 1 and 2, we'll feel empty without doing 3. Now... What do I think they should do next? There's people asking for a remake of 4. 4 doesn't need a remake. Let's move on to Resident Evil 8. Now, you remade the trilogy. They were all fantastic. And uh, it's time to move on. Let's let's continue Resident Evil and move on to Resident Evil 8. But anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed the show. 
be sure to subscribe to the primetime podcast wherever you may listen to whether it's uh on spotify whether it's on anchor.fm whether it's on google podcast um wherever it is radio public whatever be sure to subscribe to the primetime podcast and you can follow me on social media as well twitter is at primetime 21st uh, and then over on Instagram, it's primetime21 underscore gaming. And then Facebook is Prime Plays Live. So check me out on those platforms. Sometimes I do some live streams. And then I'll, you know, on Instagram or Facebook, I'll, I'll post, you know, different uh, pickups and stuff or, or for my game room and stuff like that, my game studio. So be sure to do that, guys. And uh, like I said, there's many other episodes to catch up on. Stay safe during this time uh and and hopefully our lives will all get back to the way we um we hope that they can be and what a weird what a weird time frame for the resident evil 3 remake to come out during this coronavirus very weird but anyways guys thank you so much for listening and i will see you all in the next episode see ya